Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron. There is so much to discuss in Bachelor Nation, and I have called in an expert on all things paradise, maybe all things paradise backlash. I don't know. Blake, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Sarah? I'm good. There's literally so much to talk about. I know you cover The Bachelor on your Instagram stories, on your podcast, but I I have to pick your brain on everything. Yeah, let's do it. It was a wild week. It was a wild week. I mean, this might have been the best four hours of television in a minute. I don't like the double episodes, but this was worth it. I agree. It was, I mean, I was on the edge of my seat most of the four hours. I'm not gonna lie. It was crazy. Um, Let's start with Joe and Kendall, because that's how this this two this two episode week started um what were your thoughts on their conversation and kind of their different pages it seemed to me that the audience was slightly confused on maybe what Kendall's not intentions but if she was there for Joe if she you know what they knew about what was going to happen if they were both there and all that stuff yeah and I, I completely understand why maybe the audience was a little confused because even I was um and I know the both of them and I think because Kendall basically said, you know, like she's sticking around, like she didn't come down there. And if Joe said no, she was going to go home. Like she was going to stick around and she told him that. So I think more than anything, and I don't know what the conversation, I mean, none of us know the conversations that have happened kind of behind closed doors, but it sure seemed like she needed a little bit more closure. Mm-hmm. Um, but for Joe, it sure seemed like that was closed. Like it sure seemed like he said over and over again, you know, like I'm not in love with Kendall anymore. Um, so as hard as that is for Kendall, she's sticking around. So I, what I think now moving forward is since she decided to stick around, like everything that happens now is, you know, it's on her. Like she could have left if she wanted, but if it continues to get harder for her to watch him fall in love on the beach, that's kind of on her because she can leave at any point. So. Yeah, that's true. It was tough to watch a little bit just because of the flashbacks and Kendall getting kind of emotional. And I think it was a real conversation. It just maybe felt like a conversation that they could have had not on the show, not shading them or anything, but it almost felt like too real. Like this relationship was too real for this show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I will say about the conversation itself, it was a pretty mature conversation on both their parts. Like there wasn't any pettiness. There wasn't any real like, you know, they weren't like throwing insults at each other. It was a pretty mature conversation. Uh, but yeah, I agree. It, it was a little strange to have on the beach, uh, but clearly Kendall needed it. So I, I guess I can't blame her. She needed it. You know, she went down there to have that closure. Yeah. And it was sad because it was also very real. I mean, Joe 
point that I wanted you to move to Chicago and I should have been more than just a guy, but Kendall's point that she didn't want to necessarily move for a man, both valid and Mm -hmm. just kind of sad and real. But clearly Joe is feeling it with Serena P because he wanted to make sure that she felt okay and validated. And he was confused and scared, I think. But I feel like that said a lot about his connection with Serena. I thought that conversation with Joe and Serena too, when Joe went back to Serena after Kendall was incredibly real and genuine because he was literally like, listen, I understand if you don't want to talk to me anymore, this can get messy. Like this might get messy, you know? Um, so I thought it was pretty real and like genuine. And the one thing about Joe is his conversations and his quote unquote, like speeches, they never feel scripted. Everything feels off the cuff and like genuine and that's who he is. And so I think a lot, obviously, I mean, we're seeing it, like a lot of people can really relate to that. And I think a lot of people like, I mean, Joe's gained the most followers, I think out of anybody other, maybe Natasha. Like I think people can really relate to his awkwardness and his like, I don't know, he's very, you know, his demeanor, if you will. So, I mean, yeah, I think he did a great job. And yeah, I agree he's very into Serena, which I think he's even surprised about a little bit. Like I think he's like shocked by how much their relationship is clicking and working. Yeah, and I think they're cute, but I mean, I always go back to 23 years old. I don't know if she's moving to Chicago either, but you know, that's for them to figure. Yeah, LA was bad. She's in a different country. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's forever, but they seem cute on the beach. Mm-hmm. Agreed. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see moving forward. And it's always like you never know until they get off the cameras, and then that's when it gets hard. You know, that's when the real relationship starts. Yeah, I also feel like we're missing something because by the second episode, they were all sitting at the same picnic table hanging out. And Mm -hmm. I feel like we, and then in the promos, it looks like maybe it's going to come back up again, but I feel like they're airing things in very weird order or something because Kendall and Joe were sitting next to each other a lot in the second episode. I completely agree. I'm, I'm, I can't figure out the editing at all this season because we've literally only had two rose ceremonies. That's wild. In seven episodes, we've had two rose ceremonies and it's, I'm like the whole thing, the, the um, Piper, Brendan, and then the Chris, and so, I, like it's all very weird, like the way they're editing this season, and I can't figure it out. I can't put my finger on it. Hopefully, we'll get we you know when people start being able to do podcasts and stuff, we'll get a better idea of the way they edited things. But yeah, I'm very confused with the timeline as well. Is there a generic like I don't know if it's different every season or whatever, but how many every how many days that go by before there's supposed to be another rose ceremony? Um, I'll, usually the average is three, but. They do stretch it. For example, that party that they threw last night, the like tight ass party or whatever it was, they <laughs> they do stretch it for that kind of stuff because for we did my season was Chris and Chris Crystal's wedding, right. uh, and that was like a five day week without the with the rose ceremony being the fifth day. So they do switch, but usually average is three days. Okay, quick touch on Noah and Abigail. I had next. I mean. Again, cute. I don't know if they just have some communication errors. I feel like they solved their, after their, their kind of meltdown in the first episode on Monday, their problems seemed kind of solved by Tuesday and it was confusing, but I feel like it was confusing for them too. Yeah. I like they're there. I think they're genuinely into each other and I think, but I agree their communication is a little off and I think we missed a lot of conversations mm-hmm. and a lot of time they spent together. And then they're showing a lot of the drama, which I get, it's been pretty crazy and good TV. But I think we're losing, unfortunately, a lot of the, like, relationship, like, the the deeper connections of these relationships right now. And I actually thought their conversation was pretty good. Like, Noah and Abigail were both like, listen, what happened yesterday was very strange. That isn't the way I wanted that conversation to go. It kind of spiraled out of control. Like, and they basically were kind of like, I'm not ready to give up. Like, I felt like that was the end result of that conversation. It was like, okay, we're not ready to give up. We still want to see where this happens. And I think that's a good thing. I, I like them together. I like both of them as people, you know, separately. So I'm, I'm rooting for them. I think that a general thing, this is a generalization, but it's like on this show, you either have like a super dramatic relationship and there's like an outside factor or something happens where it blows up. 
or your other issue because it's like a secluded thing is just you get in your head and you don't know if like you're doing it right like you don't like I feel like with Mari it was kind of like I think I heard her say on one of the Bachelor podcasts that she like went to Wells and was like, how, when do people couple up? And he was saying that everyone was doing it really early. So then she convinced herself that mm. she was coupling up too early and closing herself off and got in her head about it. So is that, do you think fair to say? It's like, you're either in a shit show or you're like, not bored, but like confused why you're not in a shit show. So you sabotage yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You, in that environment, whether it be the bachelor, bachelorette, bachelor paradise, you overthink everything. Right. And it just takes one or two, like little, little things. And all of a sudden you're spiraling out of control and you're like, Oh my God, he doesn't love me. We're not, you know, he's not into me. He's just using me. Like, yeah, that, that environment uh, is incredibly stressful and anxious. And um, yeah, you, you overthink everything. Well, before we get into the the big the big one with Brenda, Natasha, and Piper, I did want to talk a little about this Kenny, Mari, Tia, Demi situation. Because what's interesting about this show is sometimes when people go on a lot of dates, they handle it. I don't know if it's just better or if there's so many factors. But with Kenny, I kind of feel like he's doing a really good job balancing three people being pretty interested in him. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm kind of shocked. Like, there's always somebody who kind of surprises you and goes on so many dates you know, in paradise, kind of like a, a, somebody who's a little bit more under the radar. And Kenny's that guy this year. And I like Kenny. I know Kenny pretty well. Um, I think he personally is into Mari uh, from the beginning and he, he likes her. And then she went that whole, like, let's see other people thing. And he was like, Oh, okay. And he was like, I'm going to see everybody <laughs> on the beach. You know? Yeah. Um, I do also think though, Demi is super into Kenny and I, I haven't seen Demi like this in a long time. Um, like the cute little date she planned for him and like all this, like she seems super into him, but he, I think he's keeping up his walls with her, but still like giving her, you know, enough. And then with Tia, I thought their date was great. Um, but he was the one thing Kenny's doing differently than maybe some other people on the beach. He's being completely honest and upfront with everybody. Mm. And I think that's why he is handling it really well. He's not trying to like say the right things. He's just being upfront and honest with everybody. And I think the women can respect that and appreciate that. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, Mari, it's interesting because she, you know, right after he got back from the Tia date, I think she was, she was already having some regret. And then when he went on another date, it was like, she was like, this is my moment. I got to strike now. Because yeah. it is interesting. If I knew that he like went to the boom, boom room and all that stuff, even though it was kind of her fault, because she, not her fault, but like she opened up their relationship, it might be hard for me to immediately like want to go all in, which I guess means that she, she's willing to forget that. Because she definitely knows that like things yeah. went down between him and Demi. I think the boom boom room was a bad decision on Kenny's part. I think he's going to regret that. I mean, honestly, for me anyway, and I think most people in paradise, if you go to the boom boom room, like you are in a relationship, like mm -hmm. then it is from you two then on. Um, so I'm a little shocked with you, right? Like how quickly Mari kind of forgave him, even though it was her fault. Like he still went to the boom room, like the couple hours later. With yeah. Demi. So like, um, she's forgiven him pretty quick. And, um, I also kind of see why Demi, Demi's been a bit of a mess this season. I, I like Demi. She's got a good heart. I think she's a good person, but she's been all over the place a little bit this season. Um, but I understand her frustration here. Like he slept with her and then he's just going to like, two, literally, I mean, in real time, two days later, basically be like, I'm out. I'm going to go back to Mara, you know? So I get her frustration and why she's upset too. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough yeah. for real life. And like, again, almost too real. But And she was like, you know, had a little bit of aggression towards Mari and her confessional and stuff, but she has tweeted, um, Mari isn't bad. I was just emotional, bitter, and jealous. Yeah. So mm -hmm. one thing about Demi that I think, whether you like her or not, she can usually own her, own her shit. And I think yeah. that that was great that she's already tweeting, like, clearly I was just upset about Kenny. And I took it out on Mari because that's yeah. something girls do, but it's nice to kind of see her correct it. 
Totally. I remember she said some pretty shitty things about me uh, in Paradise two years ago, and she also publicly apologized for that, too. Mm. So I agree. She can own her when she feels like she's messed up, said the wrong thing, she'll own it, which I respect. I also think Kenny and Mari might have a real chance because he did point out, like, you only want me when you have the rose. And, like, she was like, I'd leave with you right now. And, like, who knows if they mm -hmm. meant it? But I, I, it felt kind of – I kind of was shipping them by the end of it. No, me too. Me too. I'm excited to see where their relationship goes because um, they both – I think both at the end of the day – want each other, but they went about it in a terrible way. Right. But I, I do think they're going to work out, I hope. Justice for Tia, who kind of disappeared in her the second half of the episode also. She was just nowhere yeah. to be found after. But she was hilarious in her date. Like, so it was funny. great, phenomenal, great television. She's a, I, Tia's funny, like one of the funnier people in Bachelor Nation. Uh, and yeah, she did kind of just disappear a lot. Like the last half of that episode and this last episode, you know, Tuesday night's episode, so. Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully we'll see more of her. Yeah. Um, but of course, Brendan, Natasha, Piper. Oh my God. Um, first of all, real quick, what's in that weird green drink that everybody drinks? So I don't know because we, so my season, the big like drink on the beach was Red Bull and white wine. That Ew. was like, our drink. I know. <laughs> it was actually pretty good though, because you're trying to stay awake and alert, but also get a, you know, a little tipsy. I like, I like a Red Bull vodka, but white wine? <laughs> yeah, Red Bull, white wine. I think it was Hannah G's drink and we all just kind of had started drinking that. So maybe that's like this season, like somebody created this green drink and everybody loves it now, so. All right. Maybe Wells like is some kind of genius behind the bar. You know, I don't know. I'll have, we'll have to ask him one day. Yeah. Um, okay. Brendan and Piper, obviously the weeks before she got there, they were talking about it. It was coming out. Us Weekly shout out from Piper. We did break the news of their relationship mm -hmm. back in June, hearing that they weren't going on Paradise. Clearly we were wrong about that part. Um, and they had been seeing each other since around April. That's just what we heard. Who knows? Only they know. And who knows? What's the truth since they both told very different stories on the actual show, but she walks right in and doesn't even pretend. Do, oh. you, do you think that they like didn't have a plan or she went rogue on the plan? What was the plan? So great question. I don't know what the plan is and whatever plan they had planned didn't work. Like They, 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 they muffed it. Um, I think maybe they had a plan going in, but once you're in that environment and she's been quarantining for a minute, like I bet she was in quarantining for four or five, maybe it was close to like seven or eight days with COVID and everything. And then first few days on the beach, those producers can get to you, man. Those producers can get to you. And I'm sure, I don't know what their plan was, but if the producer over five days somehow convinced her like, don't waste your time with the other guys, just go for Brendan. Right. Don't waste your other time. You know? And she was like, good idea. Yeah. By the fifth day, she's like, that was my idea. You know, like that's how good they are. And so I think, Brendan looked surprised. Brendan was shocked. You know, the look on his face was like, wait a minute, like we're off script. Um, but I just, I don't know what they were thinking. The one thing the producers don't like is when you try and bamboozle them okay. and they will try and ruin you. They will try and ruin you if they feel like you have tried to one up them or whatever, go over their head. Uh, and I think that's exactly what happened with Piper and uh, Brendan. And Brendan, I mean, he, throughout the episode, one thing, the follower conversation, which we'll get to is a one issue. But the stuff he was saying about Natasha and the lot, like the, the calling it a coincidence that Piper got here, the saying she has selective hearing, like that kind of stuff, let alone the stuff he said behind her back, is just like lying to her face. And that, that is actually gaslighting, whatever, you know, that big buzzword these days, but that trying to tell someone that what we, they experienced, what we all watched happen, didn't happen is just like, I, he couldn't have played it worse. Uh, yeah, 100%. So the way I look at this situation, Brendan's not the first person to have a quote-unquote relationship or girlfriend going on the show. I mean, you had Demi do it. You've had some other people in past relation, you know, past seasons. The thing is, like, yes, that's frowned upon. It's kind of the unwritten rule. You shouldn't do that. 
But had he just owned it and had he just, both of them just kind of been like, we fucked up. You're right. Like we were super into each other. We should never have came down here, but we did. Here we are. I think they, at the end of the day, they're still in a bachelor nation relationship. They are clearly into each other. They're cute together. I think they would have survived. Uh, but then it was, yeah, then it was Brendan kind of just digging his hole. And I, I was to the point where I was, you know, I was like, just curl up in the fetal position and just take it. Cause the more it's like quicksand, the more you struggle and you try to get out, the more you sink deeper and deeper. And he got tangled in a bunch of lies. It seemed like, uh, and so I think he, and then not only that, but yeah, but then they're like little conversation they had off camera or whatever, you know, or that, quote unquote off camera, but it was clearly on camera. They were mic'd up. It was just hard to watch just being like, guys, you got to stop. You got to stop. You got to stop. It just got worse and worse for them. Do you think when they were talking about followers and they were like kind of laughing at each other and he made that comment about Natasha having no prospects and it kind of seemed like he was talking to someone else. Mm-hmm. Do you think they either, cause I feel like they had to know they were being filmed because like everything's filmed. So that, that would be kind of like giving them almost like, too much of a pass. I feel like they thought that it wouldn't air because it's breaking the fourth wall too much. So they figured they could talk freely. Their ABC would never want to like blow up their own game with the follow. Cause if ever, you guys hinted that stuff, but this is the most, I feel like the show has mm-hmm. ever really broken the fourth wall, especially with the influencer stuff. I mean, you talk about like, you're here for the wrong reasons. You talk about, you want to be the bachelor, but it's not always explicitly like I had 84 K and now I have this, mm-hmm. like, this was the most like influencer bachelor BS I feel like I've seen in a, on this show. So do you think they just thought it wouldn't air? Do you think they didn't think they were being filmed? Like what the hell were they thinking? Yeah, good question. So I agree with you as far as this is by, I've never heard people actually, like this does happen though. Like there were people on my season who were talking about followers and podcasts and like things like that. It does Your happen. Your season was podcast. Everyone was talking yeah, about yeah, their yeah. podcast growth. There, yeah, yeah. So they does have these conversations happen. And this, they're not the first people to have a conversation on the beach about followers and who has the most followers, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I don't know as far. Yeah, this, this is the first time they've aired anything like that, which is kind of shocking. Um that's why I think they, listen, Brendan having a girlfriend back home would have been enough. Like, I think he would have been the quote-unquote villain. And that's why I think the, the producers were like, no, 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 no. You tried to bamboozle us. We're going to destroy you. And they did. They did. They, they, you know, they showed everything possibly wrong that Brendan said. Like, and he said a lot of wrong things, but he's not the first person to do it. You know, the producers were like, no, nope, that's going on. That's going on. That We're showing that. We're showing that. Um, and so... There's the one thing I'll say about Paradise compared to like Bachelor and Bachelorette. There's so much going on. Mm. There are different storylines everywhere. So sometimes you're like, I'm not the main character. Like this, you know, not only are they not filming me, but like they don't care about me. Um, So there's times in that because I remember when I was going through my drama, it was kind of like, obviously the very beginning I knew, well, I'm the main character. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to be all the episodes. But then later on, like I remember saying some things and I was like, I can't believe they aired that because like I wasn't the main character. So there's just so much going on sometimes that you kind of forget that, you know, they they could use literally every single thing you say. And they do. They really, really do. So it's kind of crazy down there. Yeah, it really is. I mean, to go back really quick, the really conversation that the two of them had on their date was also confusing to me because it seemed like he was trying to hint to her that Brendan was trying to hint to her, like, I'm trying to make us look better, but you're not taking the bait. And then she almost got like upset really quickly when she realized that he was like dating someone else. I don't know if they just were again on such separate pages, but he, she had to know that he was like, had to be seeing someone to like play the game. And he did, you know, only like kiss Natasha once from what we've seen, who knows if that's even true. But like, I just wonder what, like, what was the disconnect there? Was he just trying to like give her hints that they like 
are doing like are gonna look bad or and was she just not getting them because then and then she was like okay you're my boyfriend like the whole thing is so <laughs> weird um so i i think she was like i don't know what she expected so the way it works you know you're in the hotel quarantining yeah. you don't know how long they've been on that beach like she could have thought she was coming in second day mm. you don't really know so maybe she was shocked like wait a minute you've been down here you know three four days you've kind of built a relationship with natasha to a degree this, I think maybe it did hurt her. And she said something, can't remember exactly what she said, but she said something like you're downplaying. Yeah. She's like, you're yeah. downplaying our relationship. And he's like, I kind of had to, like, he was right. like, I can't be like, Hey, I'm just waiting for Piper over here. You know, he's like, I wouldn't be here. Like, yeah. you know, you'd come down and I wouldn't have been here. I would have been gone home. Um, so yeah, I mean, do I think he played Natasha hundred percent? I think he played Natasha keeping that rose, um, and staying down there. But at the same time, the producers would not have let him go home. Like they, this was going to be the villain storyline of the season. Um, so, I mean, he, I think now looking back, he knows that. I think he would have been like, oh, they are not going to never let me go home. I didn't have to play anybody, you know? Um, but at the end of the day, what he did was wrong. Um, and what Piper did, like Piper's not innocent in this either. You know, I think she was, they both were in on it. Yeah. And I think they picked the wrong, wrong person. I mean, anyone would be the wrong person to use, but I feel like Natasha's definitely got some Bachelor Nation connects. Um, and I think this might have more long-term not damage, I guess, but effects than they might think. Because I mean, we're seeing the, I watched the follower count. I can't lie. It was wild in real time to watch it go down. He has since he has surpassed Natasha officially um, in followers, which, you know, followers aren't the most important thing in the world, but it's clearly a symbol of how the world is feeling about the situation. Yeah. A hundred percent. And yeah, I mean, it was, Natasha is very eloquent and she can't like she handled that situation phenomenally. She didn't lose her temper. She just kind of like laughed at him. was like, what are you thinking? What are you talking about? Like she, she is, you're right. Like she's one woman who like you piss her off and like she handled the situation well. And it was like, she, and you're right. She has a lot of friends and it's going to be, and then, yeah. How about Brendan Piper like leaning into it? Like, Hey, let's be the villain with their posts and stuff on Instagram. Like, I didn't understand. Like just be remorseful. You know? Had they not, I wonder if they had, I know they know what's coming and I, I feel like you guys get the episodes mm-hmm. early. Like they, did they watch that and think this is the move or do you think they just knew it was coming? Cause the rumors TikTok also, I was like, so now you're saying all the rumors are true. And then the statement the next day is it's a TV show. You can't believe anything you see. But yesterday <laughs> the rumors were true. Thanks to the Lizzo TikTok. So what's the message Piper? I don't even get it. It was bizarre. And I, so you don't, I, they might've seen the episodes early. I don't know. I did see mine, but I didn't get it from ABC. Like I got it from other people. Mm-hmm. But they do call you and let you know kind of a to a degree of what's going to happen week after week if you're inv- heavily involved. So, yeah, maybe – but they still watched it, I feel like, and then posted. They, they watched, like, East Coast and then posted. I don't know. It was bizarre. But you're right. There still might be more coming. Like, we still got two more – you know, an episode next week where I think they're still on most of it and most of the episodes. So, uh, yeah, we'll see kind of – if there's more to it, but I just don't understand why they immediately were like, we fucked up. We're sorry. I apologize. You know, we're still happy together. We love each other. Right. And maybe they will after they actually go home from paradise. We'll see. Yeah. And even, I mean, like, cause even on the beach, Brendan was being consistent. Like he was still lying to Natasha saying like downplaying the relationship and then laughing about it with Piper. So he just might not have had the foresight to realize how this was going to play out. Even if they didn't use everything they said about the followers and stuff, which they did, he was still saying stuff, whispering stuff to her that, contradicted what he said five seconds before that so like how can you not i know you're like filming a tv show and you're trying to like live your life but how can you not have the foresight at all to be like oh i literally contradicted myself and there's cameras yeah yeah i mean i don't uh, watching it back must have been painful for him like it had to have been so painful brutal painful um i mean it brings us to the jesenia chris alana situation comparison 
Um, Chris and Alana, Chris and Jesenia were dating or had a connection, which, you know, she ditched Ivan for, for Chris, which some people were surprised by to begin with. And there's the San Diego trip. People are joking. It's the new stagecoach. What happened in San Diego? Who knows? Um, but all these people met each other, Alana, Chris and Jesenia were all there. Alana showed up at this pipe at this Titus party. And it took about five seconds, at least from what we saw for the two of them to go off and start making out and Jesenia to walk in. Mm-hmm. Who knows what we missed, but it looked bad. Today's episode is brought to you by Birthdate Co. Birthdate Co. creates unforgettable, personalized candles based on your birthday that make the perfect gift to give yourself or a loved one. These candles are all natural blends of soy and coconut wax, and they burn on average for over 60 hours. And the best part is they're based on your birthday, so they include your astrological sign and some of your natural traits. As a Scorpio, I really loved the personal reading that was surprisingly accurate. Each candle has a custom natural fragrance developed by master perfumers too. See why over 8,000 people have given Birthdate Candles a five-star review. Our listeners get a special discount. Take 15% off your order of $50 or more by going to birthdate.co slash right reasons. Go ahead and treat yourself or a friend. You won't regret it. Take 15% off your order of $50 or more by going to birthdate.co slash right reasons. You may know Jeff Lewis from the hit Bravo series Flipping Out or his Sirius XM radio show, Jeff Lewis Live. And now Jeff is bringing you a brand new podcast we think you'll love called Jeff Lewis Has Issues. If you're a Bravo fan like me, you're no doubt going to love this show. Whether it's drama with family and friends, to parenting or relationships, there's no denying Jeff Lewis has issues. Jeff is joined each week by friends, experts, and celebs from Tamara Judge and Jackie Schimmel to Judge Lauren Lake, Patty Stanger, and others as they take a no-holds-barred deep dive into every detail of Jeff's life. Come for the laughs and leave feeling so much better about your own life. Check out Jeff Lewis Has Issues. You can subscribe now on Stitcher, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. The San Diego trip was so funny because I was actually supposed to go. Thank God I didn't. <laughs> I don't want to be involved in any more of this shit. Um, so thank God I didn't. I was Because I was hanging out with a lot of them in Nashville one weekend, and then they went to San Diego the next. I was like, I'm too old for this. I got to go home and get rest. Um, but yeah, it seems like they all knew each other. And I think that's the thing that is frustrating is they all knew each other. It wasn't like... Chris knew Jasenia, you know, or Chris knew Elena, but nobody, like, they all knew each other. They've all hung out multiple times. So it wasn't like there was, in my opinion, there wasn't any kind of advantage for, you know, Elena or for Jasenia or for Chris. Like, they all knew each other. It did look bad in that, in that, um, at the party, tight ass party or whatever it was. Uh, now that part where Chris was making out with her and Jasenia walked in, that I don't blame Chris for because he literally went to a different room. He was away. I'm sure the producers were like, Hey, just send me like Chris wants to talk to you. Go walk in there, and then boom, they're making out. But then he turned around and made out with her on the dance floor in front of him, which is messed up. It is because Jasenia was right there. Um, but at the same time, it's paradise. Like she's not. Tammy did it with you know with uh, Thomas and Aaron, and nobody yeah. freaked out on Tammy calling her scum and like all of this. You know, so it was frustrating to watch. Um, I think it got blown way out of proportion, in my opinion. 
You think so? Because I feel like the making out in front of each other, like, I don't, I know that it's like the name of the game, but it's even on The Bachelor and Bachelorette, like it's tough. And I know sometimes you can't help it. And maybe you're, you're put in that position to see something, but like doing it on the dance floor in front of everyone, like that felt like very middle school high. I mean, the whole party felt very high school and middle school to me with the, with the spin the bottle and the decorations and the whatever, but like making out on the dance floor, like you're at like a high school dance was like a little much for me at however old everybody is like in front of Jesenia causing her to leave. And then I can't lie, the next day, I totally bought Chris's tears for that hot second. Well, so I, I genuinely think, so, the, listen, Chris messed up. Like, this is the thing. Like, he did commit a crime, if you will, quote, unquote. But the punishment, I don't think fits the crime, you know? Like, he did mess up, but I just think it was so overblown. And I genuinely think he was remorseful. I think, first of all, I think he was kind of drunk. That's not an excuse. But he looked very drunk at the dance and he looked, the next morning, he looked like a mess. He was, like, disheveled, hungover, and he was just remorseful, like, what did I do last night? What was I thinking? I messed up. That was me. And I, I did buy it, and I think it was genuine and honest. Um, and he tried to have the conversations. I think that was also my frustration. Like, he was trying to talk to Jasenia, and he was talking to Elena, but it just, Jasenia was just, like, not having it. She was just, like, not having it. And then she sent, like, you know, everybody out to gang up on him. And I thought that was just ridiculous. Like, so yeah, ridiculous. I yeah. think the one thing maybe he did wrong, maybe it aired out of order or something or the way I just, when she walked in and she went on the date with him and it seemed like he like announced it to the group and everyone was kind of like mocking them. And then he went to go talk to Jasenia. I, and then she wasn't having it. So I don't know if it was because he didn't do it first. Like I do. It's so stupid that they're the rules of this freaking show. But I do think the common courtesy thing of talking to the people you're talking to before agreeing to go on the date, even though it's a formality, is a good look. Like you can't go wrong with that versus mm -hmm. like, she's here and we're going and then everyone just making fun of them was tough. But like, that's why it happened, maybe. And, and, and honestly, that's it's you're 100% right as far as the editing. Like my season, I pulled Hannah aside and told her about I was going on a date with Tasha. That didn't even air it. You know, like they pick and choose, you know, the narratives they want for these people. So yeah, you're hundred percent right. It could have been edited completely different. Um, there was a moment when I remember I took Tasha aside after the date and was like, Hey, listen, I had fun on the day, but it's not going to work out. They didn't air that. You know what I mean? They didn't air that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they can pick and choose the way that's why they can just completely create a narrative and an image for a person. It's terrifying. And on that beach, um, and we don't know, we'll find out, like, we'll find out from Chris and from others. But the one thing I'll say too, is Elena, Elena, is that how you say her name? Is I Elena? think it's Alana. Alana. I don't know. I can say it wrong. Sorry, I don't know. Sorry, Alana. girl. <laughs> Alana, in my opinion, deserved zero hate. Like, okay. I don't know why she was bullied. Like they wouldn't even let her talk. Joe and Riley all of a sudden thought they were like, I don't know what that was. Paradise police. Yeah, like, and Joe's a pretty soft-spoken guy and like doesn't, rarely gets involved in drama. And I, he was all of a sudden like, he just wouldn't let Alana talk. He wouldn't let Chris talk. I was like, what is happening? Um, but in my opinion, Alana did nothing wrong. She went down there. The man she liked was there. I mean, and then she went after him. Like, that's the name of the game down there. So there was just a lot of hate that I think didn't need to, to be thrown at Alana, Alana and, you know, Chris for that matter. Yeah, I think it was interesting. Joe kind of dropping that bomb that Chris said something to him about followers and how to get popular or something. And then, then Jasenia said that Alana has talked about followers. I don't think that's actually fair. It's the same thing as when you're like, oh, you want to be The Bachelor. It's like, you all want to be The Bachelor. Like, exactly. that part yeah. annoys me. But if you're dumb enough to say it out loud, maybe, I don't know, you deserve it. But like, you all talk about this. But for Joe, who is kind of like the king of paradise, a little older, been there longer for him to turn on Chris so strongly. I, I don't know where it came from, but maybe it there. He's worse than we think. I don't know. It could be, maybe we missed some things, but I, I don't, I think it was mob mentality. I think 
that paradise can mean I, I saw firsthand and felt it firsthand. And the, the mob mentality down there, if producers start getting in your ear about how bad somebody is or how, what they did was so bad. Um, there's this mob mentality and they, they just wanted to get Chris and I'll never understand why Chris was trying to talk to Jasenia alone and Joe came over and wouldn't let them talk. And then Riley came over and people are calling him scum, horrible human. I'm like, relax. He kissed another girl in front of a girl. Yeah, that's messed up, but it's paradise. Like that happens all the time. So I don't know. It was, it was very confusing to me. And I, 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 you know, Chris is getting, and Alana, getting quite a bit of uh, love and support from a lot of people in Bachelor Nation, like even people down on that beach. Like I saw Noah post oh, nice. uh, some other people. So I think it's a good thing. And I think it was blown. Like, where was that energy for Brendan and Piper? It's, right? I, I, the only thing that I could think of is that Serena P just has so many more friends because she mm. made it farther on Matt's season. And she, those girls are all, I mean, we watched Matt's season. There was some catty stuff going on with those girls. And Serena P was like they're longer, like with, with Piper, like they were good friends. Like the top five of those girls, I feel like maybe just like stick together. So then Joe can Joe come for them with the same energy because he's with Serena and that's her friend Piper. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that might be why. And uh, it's sad to say, but like Kristen Alana, like the joke last night was like, who, who are these people that like we're all mad at? Like it's, it's, it's kind of a weird thing with the popularity on the show. And that does kind of turn it into maybe it was, I don't think they were right necessarily. And who knows what they like planned or didn't plan but it did feel a little meaner mm-hmm. than what, when people are getting mad, if anyone ever gets mad at Brendan and Piper, they just feel like they deserve it more. Yeah, agree. Well, and that's the thing about Paradise. It is a high school popularity contest down there, 100%. Um, and yeah, if, if Chris had, was a fan favorite and had a bunch of followers, no way Joe would have come at him. No way Riley yeah. would have gone at him, you know? And, um, and I'm sure, you know, Joe and Riley look back and maybe like, oops, like maybe we did go a little overboard. Like we got ahead of ourselves or we got all caught up in the emotions. Um, but yeah, I mean, I felt like Chris was just an easy target, you know? And yeah, yeah, it's like this whole thing of like, he was a night warner and nobody knows who he is and he's out of here. And yeah, Serena, yeah, I don't know. Serena like has a lot of friends down there. And also, but the thing is, is like, Joe is Natasha's co-host. You know what I mean? Like, why didn't he go after Brendan for Natasha the way he went after Chris for Serena? Like, it was very confusing. Because I saw some of them, I think it might have been Tammy tweeted, like, we didn't see the conversation about followers until now, which is true. And that was definitely like Mm -hmm. the worst part because it was the meat. It was like the most like just mean straight up stuff they were saying about Natasha. But it's still at the end of the day, the accusation of you dated before show you plan to come here are the same. Those yeah. are two things that they all know. And to have watch Piper and Brendan be like cheersing to their demise. Yeah, what the so f- weird. <laughs> I know. But you're right. I, I did think about that last night when I was doing my podcast. I was like, you know, I guess the difference is a lot of the conversations that were happening with with um Jasenia and uh, Brendan, a lot of people didn't see, and everybody saw Chris make out with Elena in front of them. So yeah. maybe it was a little bit more, you know, like the emotions running a little bit higher and hotter than with Brendan and Jacinia, which I get. Well, Chris and Alana got kicked off, um, which I didn't know you could do. This isn't Survivor. Um, we don't vote right? people they off. They just got bullied right off the beach. They were like, go home. They're like, okay. Like, yeah. Did any, did like, were you ever scared you were getting kicked off the beach? Like, is this um, a thing? <laughs> no, I never thought I was going to get kicked off the beach just because... My situation was kind of like where a lot of the conversations I didn't know where Hat was having, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of the things Kaylin was saying, I had no idea. And a lot of the conversations between me and Kaylin, me and Christina weren't in front of people. So I think a lot of people were just kind of like, oh, drama, blah, blah, blah. And then they watched it back. I was like, oh, this is way worse than I thought, you know, down on that beach. I was friends with everybody down there on the beach. That was the crazy thing. So Marissa and Riley, pretty cute. 
Um, we saw her have kind of a meltdown. I, I bet that was probably maybe alcohol infused, um, mm -hmm. crying. But I, Riley, you, I mean, again, paradise police moment, but you can't deny how cute it was that he could like barely touch Becca when they were doing a conga line because yeah. he was like being so loyal to her and she's like crying on the beach. But they didn't give us any resolution there either. We never no, saw them yeah, talk. Very true. No, I really like Riley and I really like Marissa and I think they're great together. Like, and um, you know, I love Joe. Like I'm saying like they bullied, they did. And you know, but I still think they're like good people. Like you get wrapped up in that environment. Um, but yeah, I, I think Riley, like it's when I saw a meme that was like, you know, all the girls crying home thinking what the boys are doing and then he's like doing the worm on the ground. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he seems like a stand-up guy, gentleman, and I, I'm really, I think they're gonna, they might be one of the engaged couples at the end of this um, if they keep the track, you know, they're on uh, relationship-wise. I hope so. I think they're really cute. And I think they just like make sense. I don't know. They seem to be like on the same page. It's cute watching them like watch everyone. They just seem to be one of those solid couples. Whereas like the Noah and Abigail, I think they're cute too. But like, I don't know. I just feel like they might be like a last through the summer and then like, a, mm -hmm. okay, this was fun. But I don't know if like we talked about anything important. Bye. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. I think it's gonna be interesting to see how their relationship compared to like a Joe and Serena or a Riley and Marissa. Yeah. Becca was there. She was. she was. What is it like watching Becca on Bachelor in Paradise, Blake? I mean, it's weird in any degree. Like, you know, you watch an ex on television. This is fucking weird, you know? It was weird to watch her on The Bachelorette, too. You know, it's just True. weird. Yeah, it's a very weird thing. Um, she had a connection with Aaron. Um, but then, of course, then uh, Thomas and Tammy. I will say about Thomas and Tammy, I mean, that whole thing was messy. And I liked Marissa's note about the the penny and the shiny penny and the quarter or whatever, because, you know, grass isn't always greener. And this Thomas and Aaron thing, the fact that they keep finding themselves, <laughs> it, this, this feud is so ridiculous. Like the, what they were actually fighting about on the bachelorette, I don't even remember, but it was definitely stupid. And now it's just, it's kind of like a Nick Vile, Josh Murray thing where they're just mm -hmm. like interested in the same girls and it's never going to end. Yeah. I, it's, it's just bizarre. Everything keeps like lining up for them. Like they keep going for the same women and stuff. It was weird though. I feel like they completely edited it out Becca and Aaron. They clearly had, had conversations and there was something there because when Aaron went on that date, Becca was kind of like, okay, goodbye. I'm headed yeah. home. Like they clearly, she planned on getting his rose. Like she thought he was the road, you know, he was the one. Um, so we missed that. And then honestly, I think we missed quite a bit of the conversations with Thomas and Becca. Like, all of a sudden, he was, you know, she was like, oh, can, you want to go on a date, Thomas? I was like, have they talked yet? Like, it was yeah. kind of a weird thing. Um, and I get it, they have to make room for drama, so I don't really blame them. But it seemed a little out of left field. Uh, and then the, the conversation with Becca and Tammy before she took Thomas, I thought that was great. Mm. They, I'm surprised they allow that, you know what I mean? Because usually you don't get to talk to, like, like um, usually he, she would pull, like, well, I guess Aaron wasn't there, though. Um, yes, Aaron was with was Chelsea. Chelsea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Aaron was with Chelsea on that date. Uh, but I thought Tammy handle that well like it had Tammy been like no don't take him I don't think Beck would have been like okay I'll take somebody else like I think she's right. gonna take him. I think that was just kind of like a formality you know trying to be nice and look good but she handled that well she was like yeah like at least I'll know now if you take him but then as soon as he left she just broke down she was like I fucked up <laughs> she yeah. was just like, oh, what have I done um so yeah it was hard to watch I feel for her I feel for her too but I, I will say like that's the only answer I think that you can really give like you have to go with the, I want you to choose me when you come back, because at the end of the day, as it's going to suck if they don't choose you. But like, that means when if you left the show, you would have lasted like five seconds because yeah. they're clearly just not that into you. And they're, you know, want to quote unquote, explore the connection, but also they want to stay on the show like that. It's part of it. Like you're playing a game a little bit. 
not that you don't feel for the person, but like, I think the only way if someone comes to you and says, can I go on a date? Or like, if the person asks, like, you have to just say yes and hope like it's a Serena P situation when she went out with Thomas and immediately was like, all right, Joe, I pick you. And then now like they're solidified. Like it's the paradise test that you have to like approve of. You can't go crazy and be like, you're mine. Cause then you look crazy. Yeah. You look great. And I, that joke I always say is like, Whenever you feel strong about your relationship, they're going to send somebody down that stairs to try and break it up. And that's why I do think a lot of relationships coming off paradise are pretty strong because they've been through the test. They've, they've gone on dates with other people while dating you. Like, so yeah, I mean, it's like, as soon as you feel comfortable, it's like, Oh, here comes, you know, the girl he's been waiting for down the steps, you know? So yeah, it's hard down there. It's hard environment. You and I both said, I think I tweeted this and you put it on your Instagram story. I will say, I mean, Thomas didn't watch Becca season, but knew her catchphrase. Let's do the damn thing. That was a little sus, Thomas. That was a little sus. Yeah, I agree. It was like, and then later on the date, I think he said something like, she was like, do you know my dating history? She's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, ah. never heard of Garrett. Don't yeah. know him. You mean the guy you got engaged to on your season that you said, let's do the damn thing? Like, yeah. Yeah, like, it's one of those moments. Um, and honestly, the, like that date I like a lot of the conversation, Becca was kind of like, yeah, this is hard for me to open up again, this environment, which I a hundred percent agree. And I'm sure it is. Uh, but like, I feel like I don't really, I didn't really see like a huge connection as far as our conversations. Now, obviously they did have it. We didn't get to see it, but they just showed a lot of Becca being like, ah, I'm nervous to be here. I'm anxious to be here. I'm stressed to be here. This is hard for me to open up, you know, rather than seeing their actual connection. Yeah. I think Thomas is kind of a confusing quote unquote character personality or whatever for the show because we've been told that he's bad um by Aaron but then it also kind of seems like these guys are being crazy and like taking out their vendetta on him like mortal enemy was used which is a strong word for someone on a reality show that you don't know um so I'm really interested about Thomas and like whether he's like misunderstood or if he's like a like a bad person and I think it's interesting that I mean Becca's kind of like the sweetheart mm-hmm. right now and for her to go for the bad boy Will it work out? Will this make people like Thomas? Will it all be forgiven? I don't know. I know. It's going to be an interesting storyline. And I agree. Like, Thomas is hard to put a finger on because the only time he's on screen is when he's getting, like, dogged or when he's in a relationship or, a, like, an argument. You yeah, know, right. like, that's the only time he gets really screen time. Um, but, I mean, it seemed – if it was just, like, one or two people were, like, he's sketched, but everybody else – like. Nobody likes the guy. So, like, that is what's, like, a, the, like I'm like, wait a minute. Something's wrong. Like, even Serena, she came back from the date, and she was like, I just didn't feel it. Like, there was something yeah. wrong. Like, it was some red flags or whatever she said. So, it's just, like, it's like, I don't know. It's just weird to me that everybody literally, like, I haven't heard anybody really say anything good about him until maybe Becca. But, again, that could be, yeah, he maybe just misunderstood. I, we'll find out. You know what I mean? I think we'll get to know him a lot more, not only on the show, but post-show. And, we'll, yeah, it's hard to, like, create, make up your mind about somebody through an edited television show. You know what I mean? And so. Sometimes I get mad when they try to tell me what to think like this. It's almost like this, like, Oh, Thomas is bad. I'm like, well, tell me why. Like besides that he wanted to be the bachelor. And I mean, I know he's like six, six and hot and they're all jealous, but like, is it that, or is he bad? Like, I'll believe it if you want, but like, give me facts. Like I need receipts. Like this is just like, Oh, Thomas is bad. Yeah, I, I don't get it either because, like, what they've shown and, like, the quote-unquote mistakes he's made aren't that bad, but there must be some kind of vibe he's putting off for people to just not like him. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know you don't want to talk about Becca, but I just <laughs> – there's been a lot of headlines, Blake, and I know oh. you guys, you know, maybe I talked to you in, like, March, and you were like, we're just friends, and then it was like, we talked, whatever. Have you talked at all since everything's kind of blown up in your face? <laughs> no, your face I mean, is. honestly, it's just like – it's like – Everything, I don't want to talk too much about that because every time we do, it just puts on a microscope and things get blown up. And like, yeah. it, what I said got blown up, then what she said got blown up. And it was just like, so yeah, honestly, like, I'm just, I'm not going to talk about that anymore because 
everything we say about each other turns into clickbait and it's just people run with it. So yeah, no, I'm just going to stay away from that. Are you still friends? <laughs> yeah, we're friends. Yeah. Okay. Um, my last point about these episodes was I thought it was interesting the way Aaron reacted to Tammy's reaction to Thomas and Becca. He got a little mean. Um, Tammy tweeted, this ITM just proves that Aaron never cared about losing me. He just cared about his ego losing to Thomas. Ooh, I missed that tweet. And I was like, where's the lie? I mean, he definitely was upset about Thomas more than Tammy, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when he got back. And the thing is, too, he had a great date with Chelsea. Like, they looked like they clicked, actually, and they had some funny banter and some cute moments uh, for him to then come back and still be like... (laughs) Oh, Thomas took my girl out. You know, it's like, yeah. I don't know. It was, I just, I, I think we'll get to know maybe a little bit more of why Thomas and Aaron don't like each other. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess it was a little, a little strange to see him after he basically has two women now, you know, or, you know, at least, you know, Tammy was, and then he had a great day with Chelsea. Like it's that whole thing. Like if you're happy with somebody else, why do you care about, you know, what Tom, I mean, Katie, that happened with like Katie, Greg and Blake, you know, right. like, if you're so happy with Blake. Why do you care about Greg? So that's like the whole thing. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know why they hate each other so much. I need more. I I know, I know. And maybe we'll get more. We'll see. I don't know. Um, Before the season started, you were hinting. You you know, you heard everybody was talking to everybody. Things were going to blow up. The season was going to be crazy. Is it it playing out the way you thought it would? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I am. Uh, It is playing out the way I thought I would. Um, everybody was hanging out with everybody. And the thing was that they had two years, you know I mean? There was no paradise last year. So there's been two years of people hanging out and chatting. And yeah, I knew it was gonna be a total shit show down on the beach. Um, and yeah, listen, am I a little frustrated that they did everything that I did and yet I got fucking burned at the stake for it? Yeah, that's a little frustrating. But at the same time, like I said, I think my mistake was, you know, to a degree was like, I tried to bamboozle the producers. Like I tried to like, kind of like, it wasn't that I tried to plan, like me and Hannah were never like, we're dating when we get down there. It was never like that. Right. But I think they just get it in their head that these people would think we're bigger than the show and the producers get pissed. The producers get mad that we make more money than them. Like they do. And so they try and fucking destroy us. And, um, or at least not us, I shouldn't say that, but like people who try to trick them, they will then get back at. And I think there are multiple people who they felt like we're trying, you know, we're trying to get ahead or create their own storyline or create whatever. And it shows. And I think the producers were like, no, 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 not so fast. Not so fast. I, also, um, I think there's still a lot more to come to. Yeah. And I think the rules change. I mean, you think back to like season two of the show when Joe and Sam were like crucified for DMing and now it's like a DM is expected. So it's almost like we need to update the rules. Like we need like a mm. guideline, like you're allowed to talk, but you're not allowed to call yourself boyfriend girl. Like it, it feels like it should be common sense, but like, I think we're going to, we're losing the like, I don't know, the script yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, I, what I always say is like, we're not guinea pigs. You know what I mean? Like if we're yeah. into somebody and we're feeling somebody or vibing with somebody and we're like, you know, let's say we're hanging out at like a, what, or we're doing a podcast and I vibe with somebody like they can't be like, no, you can't talk to her until a year from now in paradise. It's like, no, like we're not guinea pigs. We're so human beings. So there is this like fine line of like trying to figure out, I think moving forward after me, after Brendan, after Chris, it's like, if you're seeing somebody or you're hanging out with somebody, don't go to paradise. You can be paradise. Isn't what it used to be. The show isn't what it used to be. You're not getting million followers anymore. You're not. It's just not what it was. A hundred K actually. If you you might lose a bunch of followers (laughs) and everybody goes on, like we talked about earlier, everybody goes on for followers and brands and engagement and money. That's just the truth of it. That's the truth of it. Um, And now it's just not 
worth it. Like it's not worth it. If you, if you have somebody having any vaccination, do what Jason and Caitlin did. You know what I mean? Like they didn't do paradise and they're freaking great. Yeah. Uh, everybody loves them. Very you know? beloved. Yeah. Very beloved. So it's like, and nowadays, like, just don't go on the show if you're seeing somebody. You'll get just as many followers as if you went on the show. Like, honestly, like, it's just not worth it anymore. Um, so, yeah, we'll see, I guess, moving forward if, yeah, they change the rules. rules. <laughs> like, I mean, do they yeah. ask you, like, my last question for you, because I always appreciate your honesty and your time. Do they, like, say, like, all right, right before you step on the beach, like, are you dating someone? Or do they just trust that you showed a Paradise single? Uh, good question. So they never outright ask you. The whole, like um app, not a really application but like the whole i don't know what you want to call it grooming process to go to paradise they'll ask you yeah they groom you they ask you over and over again like who are you interested in who you're interested in um uh, but i don't ever re- remember being outright asked um and i don't know if they do that or not um and they don't want to know because they want to be able to, like they didn't want to know like you know obviously caitlin told them a lot about us but me and me and her but like they didn't want me to, to tell them because then it would make their job harder because i you know my side of the story would interfere with the actual narrative that they wanted so sometimes they don't want to know the truth and they just want to know kind of like what they can use to create their narrative you know so yeah because then everyone talks about these lists and are they like metaphorical lists that you make in your head of who we want to see because now i'm picturing like physical copies like chris is like well you were both on my list it's like okay so do they you hand in your list and they make sure you're all there or is this just like a metaphorical <laughs> list no i don't think that. it's not like a one two three four and a piece yeah. of you know, a yellow like piece of paper no it's more just like they'll sit down and when they do your like package intro package or whatever or something like that they usually do on camera ask you like who are you interested in and you give like yeah three four people who you want to see on the beach or who you're interested in um and so i think you're right i guess that's actually been talked about a lot this season like the list that was like chris and been, that was jesenia's yeah. defense to ivan was that chris was on her list and then chris's defense to jesenia was that alana was on his list and i'm like interesting that we're just breaking the wall here now and it's like if they were on your list it's okay you're allowed to explore because they were on the list they weren't a random who came in yeah that is interesting i guess i didn't notice that but yeah all right blake well thank you so much for your time i mean tell the us weekly listeners i'm sure they already listen to your podcast and you're djing all over the all over the country if there's anything you want to want to plug yeah absolutely um yeah check out my podcast behind the rose podcast um, yeah, it's kind of a mix of reality television and uh, music. So we have a lot of up-and-coming artists and stuff. It's a lot of fun. So tune into that. And then, yeah, follow me on balake.h on Instagram. And, yeah, I'll be uh, probably in a city near you DJing. I'm out in Austin this weekend in Chicago next weekend. There's be a lot of Bachelor in Paradise people in Chicago uh, in two weeks. So, yeah, come on out to one of my shows if I'm in a city near you. So. Awesome. Thank you so yeah. much. Absolutely. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about this podcast and come back every week for more Bachelor breakdowns. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.